great to welcome you today. And I'm going to say it. Welcome to sunny West London. And may the sun shine where you are as well today. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today, Amanda. Yes, good morning. Lovely to have you this morning. And although we can't see you, we know you're there. So welcome. Yeah, you know, we've got to be very careful what we talk about in these mornings. Do you know that? Because we get all well, we do. <laughs> we get all kinds of interested people writing in all kinds of interesting things. I've had bread recipes. Please no more. <laughs> I've had bread recipes, and some of them are intriguing. Um, and I will make some of them, but you know, got to go out and get all different kinds of stuff. But anyway, anyway, anyway. So, but don't worry about that. It's great to be personal. It's great to welcome you to our home because this is essentially what we're doing. And you're welcome us to your home, aren't you? Because you're, 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 that's probably where you are watching. Let me remind you that we have a number where you can text or WhatsApp uh, messages to us, uh, that words of greeting, words of appreciation, good news stories, testimonies, and of course, prayer requests. 07570-261-697 is the number. 07570-261-697. 697. Six, nine, six, nine, seven. <laughs> six, nine, seven. And we keep looking at this, and we should be able to recite it, but of course you keep looking at it, you never really learn it. But never mind. All right. So um, while I've got this card in front of me, let me remind you that coming up on Saturday, there is a very interesting mm -hmm. seminar, uh, webinar, which is being put by our Katie Lawyers um, giant, the... Um, uh, uh, the uh, the, the, the um, yeah, well, the they are the giant of law. The forum. Right. the forum. That's the word I'm looking for. Thank you very much. Thank you, darling. This is amazing. All right. The forum. And it's on uh, to do with uh, landlords and tenants uh, uh, law right at the moment. Landlord and tenants law. Very important during coronavirus. And if you're a tenant, uh, or have questions, legal questions to answer. They're not going to give you legal advice. That's, that's not the thing, but they'll give you a webinar and they can give answers they to lots answer of questions. Yeah. So write in your questions to lawyers at katie.org. That is Saturday, and you can go to KT Facebook for the webinar link. It is Saturday from 11 to 12.30. So that, that's coming up. And, of course, Sunday is... Pentecost Sunday, and we're going to really be seeking God uh, for a move of his Holy Spirit. Uh, many of you probably were with us last night in the prayer meeting, tremendous prayer meeting. I really enjoy having the Zoom room. Um, what the, all that is, is uh, having a Zoom uh, open where people can join, and that's open to anybody, everybody, to come in and say hi. And... It's just great when people, when you can see people's, people participating. That's, that's the one thing we're missing, um, apart from actually being physically present, but what is, we're missing is not being able to see, not being able to have some feedback and just to smile and, and see people's familiar faces. And even though we are able to be in your home and I'm able to be from my home talking to you, I don't see you, you see us, but I don't see you, we don't see you. Um, and on, in the Zoom room, we can do that. Mm. And so on Sunday, we're going to take that up, hopefully throughout the whole of the day, starting with early morning prayer before the nine o'clock service. You may be interested in that. Around about 8.20, we start the, open the Zoom room and then we pray. 
um, and then on into the nine o'clock service, 11 o'clock service, and then Amanda and I are back at two o'clock for a similar presentation to this one this morning on Sunday at two o'clock into the 2.30 service and, and the same for the evening. So be ready for that. Do encourage people to be there and to participate. Hopefully soon there will be some relaxation of the lockdown and yes. maybe you will be allowed to have two or three people soon, not yet, not yet, we don't know when, into your home and maybe a bit of social distancing like they do on television, two arm lengths away. Let's try it now. Let's try it. Give me that, this, uh, this arm, this one. Uh, there we are. Two arm lengths away. I think we're cheating here. But hey, we're allowed to because we're, we, we, we're lock, locking down together. We're self-isolating together. Anyway, so look forward to that time maybe where we can, you can have a, a couple of people around watching you and your cell groups uh, in your own home. But that's not yet. Uh, but certainly something like that mm -hmm. will happen before we have the full relief, release of lockdown and we can gather as we used to in the KT building. So I want to encourage you to keep with it, keep praying, keep pushing forward because we're going to have to do this, I think, for quite a little bit longer, even when we can get a few people back into the church building sometime. We don't know this side or the other side of summer. We really don't know. But uh, God knows, and we can, we can be together. Now, <clears throat> I would like to get down very quickly to some strong intercession. We have a few things to mention that are coming in, so do it quickly. If you want to speak to us or send a message, 7075702616697. Now, I want us to pray uh, um, for the uh, Latin American countries. I have uh, cut and pasted on my little presentation card here, the prayer uh, prayer stuff that we uh, get we ready for Sunday. Sunday. And this is from last, last Sunday. So Marco researches these, he's a journalist, and so he gets stories and information from all over the world. And what is on these two cards is emailed to our intercessors. And if you are not on that email list as an intercessor, uh, please do so. Please go onto that list. And uh, if you are, um, how would you best do that? I suppose... Contact the pastoral number. Yeah. And uh, it can be picked up from there. Yeah. So if you are on our regular email, yes. which, is, which is the newsletter, mm -hmm. uh, so you can start there. Go to the kt.org and, and scroll right down to the very bottom and that register so you get the regular emails that go out Sunday by Sunday. Plus the fact, let us know, and Amanda's right, I'll give you that number in a moment, the pastoral care number. Um, uh, uh, so you can say, or oh, I'm on your mailing list because I'm part of the, I get the regular newsletter, I'm a friend of Katie on the emailing list. And then um, say, I also want to register for the intercession. And that number is 020. 7908-1700. That one we get. Let's do it again. 020-7908-1700. All right. Uh, uh, now, so I'm going to begin to pray with you on these things. And uh, sometimes on a Sunday we touch on this, but uh, it's not enough time, even throughout all the services, to spend time, intercessory time, on this, which is why we send it out to intercessors. And so pick this up and pray. Now you'll recall that um, 
We're praying for Brazil in particular. They tell us that Brazil is the new epicenter for the virus. And that's not so shocking in a sense, because first it was China, then it was Italy, then where else? Spain, Spain England, uh, France, UK. France, UK. Then, then the UK, and now in different parts of, of the world. But it's particularly devastating in Brazil. We have a lot of concern about Brazil. Our own daughter lives in Brazil, uh, and we have a, a vision for Brazil, been going to Brazil since two since 1991. 1991. 1991. So next year, 2021, that would be 30 years. Is that correct? So that's a long time. It's impossible. I must have been so, so young when I went there for the first time. But anyway, a 30-year involvement and deep engagement with that country, my friends. Deep engagement. If you've not yet seen my um, documentary, and nearly everybody who was working on that documentary, nearly everybody, is in my ear right now. The same tech team that are working. And they did an amazing job. The documentary is called Light to the Nations, Colin Dye's Story. Go to my YouTube channel, subscribe to my YouTube channel, uh, and then you will see that. It is a, a 90 minutes, more or less, documentary. And um, it tells the story of Brazil, how God took us there. And we were privileged to be part of that Brazilian revival. Remember, during the time when it was so, not so easy for you to travel, when we were taking care of Laura at home, uh, but Amanda would stay home and pray, and there would be a massive, massive fruit from those intercessory labors. Is that not right? Yes, that's right. That's what she wants to say. Um, and um, so there's Brazil, but it's not just Brazil, Paraguay, Uruguay, uh, Bolivia, Ecuador. What Peru. other countries? Peru. Peru, Ecuador. Chile, I guess. Chile. What other countries? Come on, Jonathan. Colombia, yes. Your country. Your country. I'm talking to Jonathan He's here. He's from Ecuador. I said Ecuador. Mm. Is that correct? Well, that's where Jonathan He's not from. from Ecuador. Isn't he? Are you from Ecuador, Jonathan? He's not talking. <laughs> He's not talking. I think, I think I've just got, I just, do you know what happens? We discovered this and they're going to tell me, they're going, I better, better rectify this very quickly. What happens is when I tap this, it, it cuts off. It's a way of switching it off. Never mind. We'll get back to that in a moment. Um, uh, just as soon as, soon as we can. All right. There we go. Learning something every day. Well, actually, I learned that two days ago, but I still haven't learned it because I'm still doing it, cutting myself off by tapping my ear. So um, Brazil, the last at this last record, 20,000 dead and sixth highest numbers of deaths in the world. Outbreak uh, outbreaks in Mexico, Chile, and Peru, um, and. The, the, that's a very difficult situation. So let's begin to pray. And as we pray also for Brazil, um, we're going to move then quickly to the United States of America. And we're going to pray about what is likely to be a lot of civil uh, unrest as a result of this um, uh, very high tense situation following the death of somebody in custody, a black or an African-American in custody. It was awful, and so we're going to start praying for those things. Father, we come before you today in the name of Jesus, 
and we know that there is no request too big for you. And therefore we lift up to you the nations of the world and recall the words that the Father placed on the lips of the Son. Ask of me and I'll give you the nations for your inheritance, the ends of the earth for your possession. And we know now, Lord Jesus, in the, in the heavenly realms, you are seated at the right hand of the Father. And there in heaven itself, you are making intercession for the nations. You are saying, Father, give me not just nations, but continents. Give me Europe. That's what you are praying. Give me Africa. That's what you're praying. Give me North America. That's what you're praying. Give me South America. That's what you're praying. Give me Asia. You are calling unto the Father to out, pour out his spirit upon all flesh. We thank you, Father, for the Pentecost promise that in the last days God says, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. And that is not just so that we can dream dreams and have visions and prophesy. It is that we might be saved. It is that the nations might hear the gospel. And so we ask, Father, in this time when we're thinking and focusing on Pentecostal outpouring, we ask, Father, that that Pentecostal outpouring would fall fresh upon the continents of this particular generation. We pray, Father, for Latin America, as Latin America is going through great testing times now with coronavirus, not always having all the help that they might need medically and in the superstructure and infrastructure of those nations. And we pray, Father, for the right decisions to be made, as well as entering into what is required by way of international aid and help. So we pray, Father, that the nations will draw together at this particular time. And we also ask now for uh, uh, America, United States of America. Yes, and Father, we know what we saw with our eyes on the television. And I, I guess that any further commentary from us from such a distance, not being fully in, appraised of all this, the situation, maybe we should re reserve judgment. However, what we saw disturbed us so much, which looked like an, a, a terrible, terrible situation in which uh, a, a young man lost his life. It looked as if it was the rough treatment uh, of a police officer, and we ask, Father, that there would be some, that there would be peace and reconciliation between the races, and we ask that, Lord, there would be justice for everybody, uh, uh, not just for those who have a particular position in society or belong to a particular racial group majority or minority. We ask, Father, that you would cause your people to focus on America so strongly now to pray that in place of what could become a, a, a very volatile situation, uh, for it to be a situation which will lead to the greater good of the outcome of reconciliation. Let your community workers rise up. Let the pastors rise up of all different races, black and white, to rise up together. And we pray, Father, for reconciliation, which we see in the church, to be ministered via the church to the community and to the nation. We ask these things, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Okay, Amanda, can you uh, look into this I think this you for prayed now? for most of the prayer requests last night, but there's one outstanding one. I think this gentleman's name is Brian. He communicates with us frequently, so thank you. 
for all your positive input. But you're asking for prayer this morning because you have had you have leukemia and you've had it for a few years. You say you're quite well at the moment, but going for your usual checkup on Friday. So you're really believing God for a positive result and asking yeah. for prayer that that will be a positive result. Did you name the condition? Leukemia. Yeah. Yeah. And so this is a regular checkup. Yes, but he's had it for a few years. So uh, and so it, this is like your regular checkup. Just confirm that for us if, if you're listening I this think morning. That's what it said, yeah. uh, um, and so there's no particular concern, but just the regular concern to see that this this checkup will give positive results for you. Yes. Well, let's believe God yeah, for, for you. Yeah. Join with us, please. Rem remember this man together as we pray. Father, we lift this uh, gentleman before you. Father, we lift Brian into your presence right now, Lord God, and we ask, Father God, <clears throat> that as this leukemia has been, I understand, fairly stable for a few years, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus that this result, this checkup on Friday would be absolutely positive. We pray, Father, that every trace of leukemia would go in Jesus' name. We ask for your intervention into his life, Father God, that you would just release healing from yes, your heaven, heavenly throne. Just open the windows of heaven and just deliver healing, healing to Brian at this time in, with this condition. Father, we ask for a a clean bill of health to be on his record in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. and amen. So uh, there's a couple of other messages that came in. Please pray that my divorced parents will reconcile, letting go of past hurts. Uh, I don't think I prayed for that last night, but if we did, we can pray again. Then there's also a, a couple asking for their daughter, uh, who, is, who they believe require needs need some deliverance and so ask not to mention the name of course we we, we won't do that um, and then also to to pray for um, okay that that that's that's all we have right at the moment so father we lift up to you these two yes. prayer requests right now and we ask father for this child this daughter that needs deliverance that you will shine the light of your peace and gospel into her heart. Deliver her from evil, we pray, and, and set her free. And we ask also, Father, for this person who is asking for prayer, for reconciliation amongst divorced parents. We ask, Father, that there be healing in that family. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. and amen. Thinking of that uh, young person, that daughter who needs deliverance, that is available to any Christian. The word of God, it says, you know, we have all authority. God has given us authority. So if you are believing parents or guardian or whoever it may be, I would encourage you to pray with this young person and just use your authority in Christ for deliverance for this young person. Yeah. And also, if that's not possible to actually be present and to do that, you can also pray because you can hold back the powers of darkness through intercession, yes. even even from a distance, and and the situation can improve. And the greatest deliverance of all is letting the light of Jesus and the love of Jesus come in. And what this person needs, if I if I'm beginning to discern, I'm not saying I am necessarily, but it sounds to me a little bit like this person uh, needs a healing um, uh, from. Uh, a, a terrible wound where the love of Jesus can help heal mm. and bring in uh, a really clear and wonderful healing. Yeah. 
Okay. Yes, thank you so much. Yes, it is your just your regular checkup. <laughs> thank you for feeding back straight away. All right. Now, uh, 28th of May, 1 Samuel 27. That's our chapter for today. Um, and then uh, it would be good to just to check on that uh, and to whet your appetite as you come to read that passage later. So, yeah, this is David fleeing from Saul to the Philistines. How difficult was that? You know, he had been anointed by Samuel and guys, all his elder brothers, seven of them, wasn't there? Oh, they, they were there and they were head and shoulders above everybody else. But none of them, none of them was God's choice. Because remember, God said to Samuel, the Lord looks on the heart. Human beings, we look on the outward appearance. So it's not the outward appearance. Remember that. It's the heart that counts. And God continuing to work in David's heart by not allowing him to ascend to the throne just after the anointing. He would have thought, oh, wow, with the oil still dripping off him, here I go, let's go and claim the throne. No, 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 He's still, he was still a shepherd boy. Had a long time to go but after that anointing and that prophecy for him to step into that place that God had for him. That, that's a whole, whole story there. Now then, Ezekiel chapter 6. Uh, Ezekiel, again, is a, a very, very good book. Um, I, I hope you've got some kind of study Bible, um, it, which is one of the easiest ways of good, reputable study Bible. If you um, Maybe you just text us and let us know what study Bibles you use. or um, And I'll just see if you would like me to, not right now, but recommend some good study Bibles. Uh, but a study Bible is very helpful because when you pick up one of these books, one of the prophetic books, say, say for example, Leviticus, which we're doing now, uh, uh, sorry, um, Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 6, which we're doing now. And, um, you know, what is, what is the context here? Um, and, and how can you quickly get to the context? I can sketch the context quickly for you, which I mentioned the other day. So here is Ezekiel, he's one of the first exiles, and there he is in exile. Jerusalem has not yet been destroyed in the very early days, uh, and that's still happening, and he, he sees it happening. And then God lifts his eyes higher to see what is taking place in the spiritual realm and to prepare for what we call the uh, restoration of God's people and the, the tremendous prophecies that come in a fairly new style of prophecy at this time, which, which with the open revelation, which we kind of call apocalyptic studies, apocalyptic prophecies, where it, it takes right into to the very end. So that is Ezekiel chapter 6. Then uh, the psalm is Psalm 45. Now I love Psalm 45. It is just amazing. And I'll just read a few verses of this uh, before, we, before we go any, on any further. Psalm 45 is uh, a really a psalm that speaks about prophetic flow, prophetic speech, prophetic utterance, revelation, the spirit of wisdom, the spirit of revelation. And it's picked up by the Apostle Paul in the book of Ephesians, where he says, pray that God will uh, open the eyes of your heart, eyes of your understanding, that you might know what is the hope of your calling and that you might uh, have uh, grow in your knowledge of him. 
And uh, here in Psalm 45, it says, My heart overflows with a pleasing theme. I address my verses to the king. My tongue is like the pen of a ready scribe. You are the most handsome of the sons of men. Grace is poured upon your lips. Therefore, God has blessed you forever. Gird up your sword on, on your thigh, O mighty one, in your splendor and majesty. In your majesty, ride victoriously for the cause of truth and meekness and righteousness. Let your right hand teach you awesome deeds. Your arrow, arrows are sharp in the heart of the king's enemies. The people fall under you. Your throne, O God, is forever and ever. The scepter of your kingdom is a scepter of righteousness. You have loved righteousness and hated wickedness. Therefore, God, your God, has anointed you. Therefore, O God, your God, can you see? Therefore, O God, this is messianic. This is, this, this is about Jesus Christ, the Son of God, your God. That is God the Father. You see how the Trinity is here? Well, at least uh, the Father and the Son is here in Old Testament passages. Verse 7, therefore, God, your God, has anointed you with the oil of gladness beyond your companions. Your robes are all fragrant with myrrh and aloes and cassia. From ivory palaces, stringed instruments uh, make you glad. Daughters of kings are among your ladies of honor. At your right hand stands the queen in gold of Ophir. Hear, O daughter, and consider, and incline your ear. Forget your people and your father's house, and the king will desire your beauty. Since he is your lord, bow to him. The people of Tyre will seek your favor with gifts, the richest of the people. All glorious is the princess in her chamber with robes interwoven with gold in many colors. She is led to the king with her virgin companions, companions following behind her. With joy and gladness they are led along as they enter the palace of the king. In the place of your forefathers shall be your sons. You'll make them princes in all the earth. And I'll cause your name to be remembered in all generations. Therefore, nations will praise you forever and ever. So this, of course, is a kingly psalm. And we can see here traces of enthronement, traces of, uh, of royal weddings, uh, all of this. It's so rich with prophecy. And it's all about Jesus Christ. And so uh, and the psalmist is saying, do you know what? And when I just think about this, it just flows out. The stream of prophetic revelation just flows out. And I'm seeing him as I've never seen him before. And that's what the Holy Spirit does for you. Amen and amen. amen. Then we have 1 Corinthians 8. That is the final passage in today's reading. Don't forget you can get all these passages online from Revival Times. Um, and um, so you can follow through. We'll be soon getting busy with um, June Revival Times. I'm going to try and get that out quicker than we managed to get May out for you uh, because you want to try and get back to the normal disciplines um, of publication. But uh, in this lockdown, with so much else, so much else to do, it's been a bit of a struggle. But anyway, we'll get immediately anyway, which I think is probably up there, the May, uh, sorry, May. The, the June list uh, of scriptures. Uh, scriptures. Now, in, in uh, 1 Corinthians 8, um, there is a, a passage which is of a particular historical context, which is eating food offered to idols and how uh, this is something 
that some people were stumbling over. And Paul says, look, if you have faith, you know, an idol is nothing in and of itself, but you wouldn't eat that food if it's going to stumble your brothers. And actually, this does is relevant today because we are offered sacrificial meat uh, uh, in many different places and uh, and also the meat that is sacrificed sometimes that we are eating it is sacrificed in honor of, of a false god uh, and we don't want that but we can pray a prayer of faith which means that we not only negate and cancel every influence that could come through the demonic attachment uh, but also we we actually negate the the very uh, deity itself, the false gods, false gods, and we worship and serve the one true and living God. So I told you yesterday, didn't I, that Corinthians really gets down to the nitty-gritty of, of life and the rough and tumble of life or the messiness of life, and maybe we will come back to that at some particular stage. Now, yes? Uh, just saying happy birthday to Rose today oh. from her three children, Joel, Kesing and Gladys. So a very happy birthday, Rose. All right. Happy birthday, dear Rose. That's all I'm going to sing. And there's a message from you. Are you going to sing? Uh, not right now, no. <laughs> there's a message from you from a, Bra a former Brazilian. Yes. Or present uh, Brazilian. There's a man called Quinn Santiago. I remembered you from the first time in Sao Paulo, Brazil. Do you, do you remember me? About 1991. Okay, were you with the uh, Assemblies de Deus? All right. Uh, Katie Brothers was Mar Marcha para Jesus. Okay, well, that wasn't my first time in Brazil in the March for Jesus, but it was, uh, yeah, I remember that very clearly, Sao Paulo. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, because all 20,000 Christians singing for Jesus in central Sao Paulo. We need a march for Jesus in central London, please, because Jesus comes soon. We, we started it. We started the march for Jesus in London. That's where it began, right? And year 2000, the organizers for March for Jesus decided that they'd done it. It was there and it's good. You don't just keep doing something for the sake of it. But I, I was only thinking the other day, my friend, I was only thinking how little we have now by way of mass demonstrations and mass public witness. I'm just going to push just a little bit further for you today. I'd like you to turn to Acts chapter 2, um, and hopefully last night's prayer meeting, if you missed it, will be up on our weekly catch-up. We've got now a Sunday catch-up, a weekly catch-up, so if you miss services, no excuse to miss them. But put it this way, all right? You come back for a second go. Yes. <laughs> come back to watch it again. And you'll see where last night we spent a bit of time on that. I want to just sketch out these verses very quickly for you so that you can continue to pray. And we'll come back tomorrow and to pray for the weekend in build up because uh, to Pentecost Sunday, I really believe God is going to pour out his spirit or wants to pour out his spirit. Acts chapter 2 verse 1. When the day of Pentecost arrived, prayer point number one, prayer line, God has ordained a, a, a festival, a, a season, a time for us where when, when that time arrives, God is going to pour out his spirit upon us in a fresh way. We pray that, that for that time to arrive. Okay, they were all together in one place. Prayer point number two. This was about everybody being together. It's, and, and this is the corporate prayer, unity, united prayer. You know, as we've been praying a lot 
uh, in the early stages of the lockdown, that we felt that the enemy was attacking the church, trying to bring disunity, and, and we were praying strongly, and we thank God for many of those breaches being healed, but we cannot be complacent. We must remain one, because when we get divided, the enemy scatters us and he wins. So all together in one place. They were in what we call the upper room, but this one place that we're talking about is not a KT building or any specific geographical, physical place, but it is a place, a spiritual place, where we're all in the same place of readiness, of expectation, of faith and hope. That's the second prayer line. The number three, suddenly there came from heaven a sound like a rushing, rushing mighty wind. The suddenly is the spontaneity of the spirit. And we are saying, God, surprise us, work in such a way that we will be amazed suddenly and that's also accompanied by certain manifestations which aren't always repeated it's not always that these kind of phenomena are repeated but there often is particular phenomena which are associated with particular moves of god and we want to be discerning about that and look out for that so that's the next prayer point then it says it filled the entire house where they were sitting the entire house so here we're talking about the house where they were, which was, I believe, some part, uh, a corner of the temple, which, which later on they, they, they were right there in the temple. The Holy Spirit came to the temple. Now, the house that we're talking about is the house that God has called us to be part of, the household, the oikos, the household, the community. And God does pour his spirit upon communities. I'm not saying that we're going to get something that other people don't have. No, but I'm saying that we are responsible as a Christian community, tight-knit, it is part of this household, to remain faithful in that house, sons and daughters of that house, to be ready to receive what God wants to fill and give to all the house, all the house, uh, collectively and in a united way. And then it says... The tongues of fire appeared and rested on each of them. They're filled with the Spirit. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit. That's what we want to pray. Everybody will be filled and refilled with the Holy Spirit. That's the next part of the prayer line. Then, there were, of course, there was the manifestations, the spiritual gifts, speaking in tongues. We believe God's going to manifest new and fresh spiritual gifts. And then later on, it says that Peter stood up to speak, and when they heard, all that was going on. They were amazed and perplexed. So it had an effect upon the surrounding community, the wider community, the people who didn't yet know Jesus. And that's those are the things. So take those four or five major prayer lines and intercede through them and be ready to see what God will do this Sunday. Amen. Amen and amen.